right, guys, we're here with the Cam Allen Band. What's up, Stillwater? How, How are we? How you guys doing today? We're doing good, good man. Oh, we just man. we just got off uh, three shows last week, and then now we're just doing this show and going back with Dwight next next week. And um, we're glad to be back in Stillwater, man. We love Stillwater. Our favorite place to be. Nice. I, I told Jagger, I said, I can't talk about this the entire show, but I got to ask, what's it been like opening for Dwight? Dwight's my favorite all-time artist. Yeah. So no. kind of run me through that a little bit. Yeah, so, uh, well, first off, pretty strict. He's pretty well organized and uh, got to be on time. Uh, got to get your stuff off at a certain time. Got to play the right time set, which is with everybody, but it's a little bit more strict with Dwight. Um, but, no, it's been great. We actually, you know, since all the COVID stuff, I know we're past that, but uh, it's been kind of hard to get in the same room with him. Uh, we did we did three shows with him, but we've, we've hung out with his band and his crew. Um, but as far as the shows go, they've all been um, – the biggest shows that we've played so far uh opening for him like just as far as the amount of people that's been there i've had a great experience how about you guys you guys how do you like dwight yoakum it's been smooth man it's been running smooth i appreciate that (laughs) yeah yeah we we love dwight yoakum and we've we've been watching his shows obviously since we've been there after our show we go watch him and man it's just good country music and the fans are great yeah. Awesome. They're going to clip that right there yeah so so you've been hanging out with a band have you have you met uh eugene edwards lead guitar yes okay oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, we, we uh i think so yeah i'm pretty sure we yeah we have um but they they went through actually a guitar run down with them and talked to him about his guitars and okay uh did wow. a little did a little um <laughs> I, I held his uh his yeah the double body b bender yeah the sunburn the red and the red and orange yeah, yeah. sunburst mm-hmm. yeah yeah will got to hold it and stuff and <laughs> man yeah no it's been great they, they were like i said they're they're pretty strict backstage but they're they're really nice people and laid yeah. on them Come yeah on so i i built electric guitars and oh, i yeah. built one for eugene uh back maybe four years ago mm-hmm. so we've been friends uh throughout the years and and yeah. he's super super talented yeah he's great he's yeah. crazy yeah he um I, I like their style. They they all like they all got the you know the rhinestones and the uh, the diamonds and all that, and I I think that's great. But you know, they're so, really good, really good show. So can we expect to see uh, the Cam Allen Band in nudie suits tonight with the with the? <laughs> um yes, actually, we got a couple of tricks of our sleeve. I think Xander and uh, BJ might go topless tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys want to run, run us down real quick? Go ahead and in- yeah, go introduce ahead. everybody. Well, first, uh, my name is Will, Will Murray, uh, guitar for Cam Allen Band. <laughs> my name is BJ Lee, and I play the keys. Uh, my name is Andrew Silva, I play guitar for the Cam Allen Band. Yeah. My name is Benji Skalud, I play bass. <laughs> and my name is Cam Allen, and I sing. <laughs> for and the we're Cam missing, Allen, we're yeah. missing, We're missing our drummer, Carlos. Um, he'll, he'll he should be, be here, here about five minutes. but. Um, Ten. 10 minutes but yeah he's not here so shout out carlos encarnacion from keller texas (laughs) nice (laughs) so how did you guys come to be like uh you guys have a good good group of guys here like how did you guys meet how did you guys get together and start yeah we're really like all them down there have known each other for a while i the first person i ever met was will uh, in the band that was a in junior high but as far as that will moved from mustang to or from moore to mustang um when he got to high school and that's when he met Xander and all them but BJ he's been around Xander since they were really young and I don't BJ yeah so they've all known each other for a really long time like before you know elementary school and all that yeah. um, me, me and BJ played the fourth third and fourth third and fourth and fifth talent show yeah they played, played talent like show together when they were young train. nice <laughs> <laughs> crazy train so yeah they, they've known each other for a long time I met Will and 
since Will went to Mustang, he hooked up with all them, and uh, that's how it all came to be, really. And then Benji, I met, oh, yeah. actually met, yeah. so I'm the one who found Benji. I met, yep. I was walking to a guitar center, and I heard this guy going crazy on the bass. like, dude, who the hell is that? And I was like, dude, come over and practice with this, bro. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they did, man. They did. Like, yeah. a week before they met me, I had ended a four-year relationship, and I moved back in with my mom, and I was, like, completely <laughs> broke. So you were just hanging out at guitar center and I, just shredding. I'm not kidding, man. I, like, I was, like... Please give me some work. And I thought I would be in like some kids like really crappy hardcore band. Yeah. But uh, but no, I just met them totally randomly one day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever expect to play in a country band? No, I still like. So yeah, I Benji was, doesn't uh, play like he's not an originator from country music. No, Go ahead and tell him what you like, Benji. I like uh, I like weird experimental rock and like jazz <laughs> and hip hop. Yeah. And, uh, Before Benji committed to us uh, to be our bass player, he was in five bands. Oh, I, I think I'm still, I've, I've whittled it down to three. Yeah, three bands. He doesn't perform live anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but he did he, all, everything from hip-hop, rap, uh, mm -hmm. live performances to, you know, experimental rock and experimental all that rock. stuff. Yeah. You would like it, man. It's, it's good. He's, he's getting us turned on to it a little bit That's more. That's awesome. Xander, yeah. Xander likes, likes that stuff, too. I like progressive rock. Yeah. I like everything, though. So, like, what, what other music does, like, everybody else like since we're on this? Yeah. Oh, me? I listen to mostly, like, mm, blues and, like, 70s, 90s rock stuff. I'm actually, well, I'm actually really big in country now, though, since I play in a country band. I've been kind of getting more turned on to it, but, yeah, that's mostly it. I mean, I do listen to, like, rap stuff every once in a while, but, yeah. I don't know, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DJ? Same here with me, of course, mainly rap, but I like a lot of, like, musically, inclined music if that makes sense like stuff with a lot of chords technical stuff yeah exactly yeah. like stuff like that mm -hmm. um i like i grew up listening to everything i like rock like 80s rock specifically uh 70s 90s um i'm, I'm on the country music now that i play in a band i've always like been raised around country music mm -hmm. but never really fell into it but yeah. now i listen to that and then of course like progressive rock and i like heavy metal and stuff but so everything really yep Oh, and kind of the same with me, like, I mean, we are, you, what, you want to go ahead? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Never, never mind. <laughs> right, give me your top three artists. All right, shit, I'm really obsessed with this guy named Sam Gendel right now. He's like this, he like makes ambient music that's all like based in jazz, and he'll put pitch shifters on his saxophone, and he'll be like playing chords that are all like, <laughs> some of it sounds like it's from a cloud. In an arcade <laughs> game. It's, it's a Windows PC. Win Windows. <laughs> yeah, Windows. Uh, Windows like 600. It's from the future or something. Uh, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Brett, I want you to put a sound right here and, and, and the Green Hills when you edit this. I want you to put the Green Hills and the, the startup music right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, I'm just into yeah. the soulful, soulful country. Yeah. Um, stable. We talked about it. Stapleton. And, yeah. Um, as far as not country, like Chris Cornell, John Mayer. Mm -hmm. A lot of, I just like soulful lyrics. So He's into that Cam Allen band, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, Cam Allen band. I, I got to say, we've got, so in, the, in your song, Lake Days, there's a line where you're, you're like listening to that Cam Allen band. Yeah. So every time someone like, it's like an inside joke. Anytime we have someone on there like, 
Well, I kind of listened to him. We're like, that Cam Allen band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's what it is, man. I listened to that Cam Allen band in Stillwater, Oklahoma, telling the tumbleweed tonight, man. No, yeah, dude. People are going to be showing up to the tumbleweed on Monday. Like, where's Cam Allen? Literally, bro. I, I will say we, we um, our last album was cool, and, um, you know, we, we had it how we wanted, but I think um, it was still new to us in the process of making songs and writing songs and, uh, like, like, I don't know. The, we released, I think it was 17 on the album, and um, we probably only had 25 songs written ever, and we just took, chose 17 of them. Yeah. So now, as we've been to Nashville for a year or so now, um, writing a bunch of songs, and we have a lot of stuff coming out that's different, that's new, that is really what we want to put ourselves on the market as. And um, I'm excited to put it out, man. Like, it's just great working with great people down there. Put some good names on it, and hopefully, it'll you know do good for us. So, do you get any of the like? Oh, he's gone to Nashville. He's like, they're they're different now. Do you get any of that or? Man, yeah, I, I guess not. I wouldn't say too much, but I mean, uh, Nashville's changing, man. Um, it really is. Like, some of the most popular artists down there in Nashville are artists that wouldn't have been popular in Nashville five years ago. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, as far as like, we were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah we as were. far I was as like, talk about that. the the music is the music is changing, man. It is like um, Nashville's starting to become what it was and. Obviously, it's not Merle Haggard or Waylon Jennings anymore, but it's, you know, a lot of a lot of Oklahoma, Texas guys coming in. White Floor is taking over, obviously. Yep. Um, a bunch of Oklahoma, Texas guys just coming and running the game, and uh, I like it, man. It's Shout it's helping us. Flores. It's helping us get in. It's helping us get in. You know, what I mean, same with White. It um, with it with it changing in our benefit. You know, it's really. Yeah, and really we good. we were talking about this right before the podcast. It's like, it seems like, country's kind of moving away from kind of like lack of better term the more shallower stuff yeah. i mean the same song over and over again the yeah, same right. 808 beats yep. and colby and around a bonfire colby yeah. around <laughs> jacked up trucks and yeah. tight blue jeans it's uh it, it is it, it, it's becoming more deep it's more about the songwriting more about the actual of music. course and i think for us as listeners and podcasters we're really relieved about that yeah. because it seems like that's that's the stuff we enjoy it's stuff that um I think we'll take that's what we grew up listening to like the 90s and even some of like the early 2000 stuff was all like it had better songwriting and and 80s and dwight yoakam um (laughs) has the the better songwriting the better music in our opinion and uh it's really happy to see that do do you guys have a favorite song to play on your set yeah dude I, i mean we can go down the list um i would say my favorite is cold by chris stapleton that's my favorite one to play i like carolina reaper Okay. Yeah. Carolina Reaper for me too. That's a, that's a good one. I think mine's a tie between Carolina Reaper and Daydream. I like uh, Kick Me Out, which is like a new one. I didn't know we were doing original songs. I changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swore you said what's your favorite cover to play. Yeah, yeah Kick um, Me Out and then Carolina. Yeah. yeah, so Daydream, if we're talking about originals. but Did I just fail to listen? <laughs> No, I th- did you said cover. I don't know. Any, yeah, any song cover, from your set. It, it could be co- yeah. anything that's on your Colder set right Daydream. now. Colder Daydream. I got to be excited. There's a, there's a <laughs> clip. I got to pull up the clip. Yeah. It's from American Idol. Yeah. Have you seen this clip going around? I don't know. It's Here, pass him this over. You can t- take a look at that. We'll put it on the screen as well. Yeah. But. Oh, that's a guy named Cam Allen from Moore, Oklahoma. Know that I've seen it all before. 
know that I've seen it all before. <laughs> no, dude, um, that was a great experience, man. I mean, as far as that, being in front of them and singing in front of them, I think they had a lot of good things to say about me and um, went on to the first round. And I, I absolutely think I think I, I think I did really well in the first round, solo um, artist round, and obviously got cut duets. But, you know, I wasn't mad about it. You know, it's yeah. fine. Who, I mean, who, it's... Go ahead. Who did you think was the best? Like, of those three judges, who were you, like... What did you take away most and, from? Uh, Lionel, Lionel. Lionel Richie, man. He... Um, because, you know, like, I, 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 you see Katy Perry, you see Luke walking around and stuff, but they don't really, they're not really as involved outside of the, the videos, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. not say anything bad, but, like, if there's a camera rolling, they will talk to you. You know what I mean? But Lionel will talk to you no matter what. You know, I, me and a guy named uh, Lil Skinny, he's out there in Nashville now. But uh, I remember just sitting with Lil Skinny out in the hallway, just playing guitar with him, and uh, Lionel just coming up and just chatting with us for 30 minutes or whatever. And, uh, the other ones didn't really do that, so I like Lionel Richie for me. If you could go back, knowing what you know now, would you do the uh, would you do the whole process again? <clears throat> uh, if I did if I did the process again, knowing what I know now, I I could probably make my way, you know, just from knowing how to play the game. Mm-hmm. But would I do it again? No, probably not. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you've had way more success just from your songwriting yeah. and like starting the band and everything like that yeah. and actually going out and playing shows you've had way more success than what you got off of American yeah Art. yeah and I and I, that's what I say like when we're down there you know talking to some people you know I tell them like we pride ourselves on our live show and um, I mean we can I can release all the songs I want but our, if you come see us live then you'll really you'll really learn to love us and I think that's where we pride ourselves the more people we play in front of the more fans we seem to grow yeah and um, that's kind of what we're building it on is just our live show yeah so pivoting a little bit so when you went to go to america on an audition you were actually a baseball player at the time right in college Mm -hmm. so how did you get in like to like playing baseball like how does that help you in your music today like yeah no i think i think playing baseball helps you with the team aspect of it and the, mm -hmm. and the scheduling of it and um organization of it all i mean as far as performing too like you know, you go out there, you got to have a, a dog mentality on the baseball field. Same thing with singing. Like, you can't go out there wondering who, how many people are out there wondering if they're going to like you. You just got to know whoever's out there, they're going to like you because you're going to make them like you, and you're not going to give up till you do. And that's what I took from, you know, sports and baseball and all that, bro. Like, just, you know. Did he just compare playing baseball to being a musician? I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, 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 that was a great comparison. Hey, hey, yeah. Baseball, I'll tell you one thing. It, it doesn't matter any sport in general. Like, it, it teaches you how to be a man. It teaches you how to – you know, put your priorities straight and uh, get what you need done. You know, I yeah. mean, it's just how it is. Same with everything else. You know, it doesn't have to be sports. It can be any any club or any anything you're in. So are you all still Team-wise. into like sports and stuff? What do you guys do when you're not oh, yeah. playing music? Yeah, um, you can start start if you want. I just play guitar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll play guitar. I don't do much else, dude. Yeah, BJ is actually a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, yeah you can is. give him a little background. Hey, give him a little played, played baseball in college for a little bit. And I agree, I agree completely with Cam. Like it's it's honestly extremely similar. Yeah. From like like the mentality you need to have to be able to be successful with shows is literally the same attitude you have to have with going to having that bat. It literally feels the same. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually a student at OSU right now. I just got back into college. Yeah. I think I did. Go folks. I did. There we go. Two years uh, before like the band happened, then I took a little break and then. I figured I'd manage my time better and yes, um, 
I'm gonna. So what do you tell the the professor? Sorry, I'm gonna go open for Dwight Yoakam this weekend. Actually, uh, <laughs> that's what he did. Literally, uh, one of my uh, professors, my entrepreneurial marketing professor. He's actually like, apparently he's a legend in Stillwater. Like he helped open up like the Boone Pickens Stadium. What's his like, name? Uh oh. Come on, man. I know he it. owns Clemens Associates. I know. I know that's, it's I Roger Clemens. <laughs> uh, but he actually's like friends with Garth Brooks, and, and I told him that we were opening up for Dwight Oakham. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna have to miss a class. Um, I'm opening up for Dwight Oakham." He was like, "Dude, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. You're good." He's like, "Actually, can, can I have tickets to the show?" <laughs> yeah. I had it. Just because like, I'm being so gracious now. <laughs> I went to class this Wednesday, and he was like, "Did you like really open up for him?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I had an extra support sticker that he, that Dwight gave us that we had to wear on our legs all the time. <laughs> and I was like, here, you can have this. And he was like, all right, bet. I'll put it on my guitar case. He's a musician too, I guess. Oh, yeah. Which those stickers don't stick worth a damn. Oh, yeah, they suck. Hey, if you all get any more of those stickers. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, it might be your lucky day. We might have to. We might have to. I think there's one in the van, actually. Drum roll. Oh, oh no way. Yes. Oh, Look at that. You can unfold it. Let's go. Hey. Awesome. Oh, Thank you. There it is. <laughs> um, I had one in my wallet. He just carries it with him. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I can flash it to anybody who... If, if you watched any of our earlier podcasts, uh, uh, Red's cardboard cutout of Dwight Yoakam makes an appearance in a couple of those when, when we were filming at oh, his yeah. house, so that I'm sure that's going to go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Dwight. laughs> I thought about bringing it today and propping it up. Yeah, you should have done it good. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> we can put him on stage with us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you, that, you, you performed with Dwight Yoakam. You didn't open for him. He came out on the stage. Yeah, it's yeah. really just uh, <laughs> it's just the cardboard cutout. Yeah. I don't know why. That's like, out, out of all the people we've met and done this with, like that, is, that ranks like really high on my list. I'm yeah. like, wow, they opened for Dwight Yoakam. That's yeah. crazy. Dude, yeah, it was honestly a blessing because – um, we just recently signed with CAA. Um, I think it was probably, I would say, to be safe three weeks ago or so. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of stuff is booked out for 2023. So just to get us work and just to get us shows, I mean, that's the cards that they could pull for us. So I think we're in a right, the right place. And uh, hopefully by 2024 we have a good schedule, maybe some more with Dwight, maybe some with, you know, there's a lot of people on CAA. Hopefully, I mean, our – we can kind of tell you who we want to go with, but there's, you know, Jelly Roll's on there, Cody Johnson's on there. Um, yeah, they'd be Carrie all right. Underwood, yeah. Tim McGraw, a bunch, of, a bunch of guys that we really look up to. So, you know, 49 Winchester, a bunch of people. So I saw you guys open for uh, Carly Pierce, too, not oh, yeah. too long ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm wearing my shirt right now. Hey. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that show was incredible, man. She's awesome, dude. She, um, she cool. took the time to take pictures with some of the, the little girls we had backstage. And, That's awesome. Um, they they had they had been went from Minnesota from 4 a.m. drove all the way to Durant, Oklahoma, and she was pretty out of it. But she um, took the time to talk to us and um, or talk to them, and you know she put on a great performance. I I really enjoyed it, and I think we'll have a little bit more with them coming up soon. Um, talking to their TM, and uh, they really enjoyed how we can you know get the crowd going for her, and you know that's that's really our goal is to get our name and play as many places and get as much good reviews as we can. You know, like the, yeah. the more good you know you don't want anybody telling you. Your band's a piece of shit, you know what I mean? But um, we definitely try to keep everything clean. We like to keep um, like to keep our, our shit in, in line, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're very organized as well, so. Yeah. Um, 
Did yeah. you did you notice anything like like so for Dwight shows like honestly the, most of the crowd is older people. Right. So like, did you notice that? Well, I'd say that because <laughs> I go in there and I'm like the youngest person for 30 years. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's no. hilarious. It's hilarious. He's he was like, yeah. He said he said it was weird. It's like the Dwight shows are weird because you show up at like seven o'clock <laughs> and it ends by ten or yeah. something like that. I'm like usually like you come <laughs> yeah. to tumbleweed, you you're going on yeah. at ten. Yeah. Ten yeah. Or yeah. We 10:30. started at eight and played till eight forty five. And then he went on at nine, fifteen, nine thirty. Played till like eleven, I think. On on a on a big night. Um, Rhett, so, Rhett needs his beauty sleep. That's why he's excited <laughs> about it. Yeah. So did you notice? Like, was it weird um, trying to to perform for the older crowd, or was it? Man, it, it, it was awesome. Yeah, it honestly it was wasn't, dude. Yeah, it, they were into it. It's yeah. weird how much yeah. like support that we got from them. Yeah, they, and yeah. all of them like came to the merch booth out there and like, oh my god, like you I mean, guys were. Like amazing, like yeah. Never heard yeah, of you before, but you guys were awesome. We're, we're gonna put you now. on our. We're gonna put our grandkids onto you and stuff. Yeah. Like a bunch, like, literally, dude. Like, yeah. We probably, yeah. had, we probably could have sold a, a fucking ten thousand dollars worth of CDs if we had them. <laughs> Every person that came up was, "Do you have a CD?" Eight we're like, "Eight track tapes." Damn it! No, I don't have any CDs. But I, I actually told you know one lady, I'm like, "No, we just sold out. Uh, we just sold out of CDs." Um, I didn't want to look like we were unprofessional, but yeah, they they um they were good, man. I mean, they they were into it, especially. In uh, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, when we played, uh, that was a, a big arena down there. We played, and uh, you know, they get down in New Mexico and sure. they, you know, yeah. they party. So, I mean, it was awesome, dude. They screaming and yelling, and you know, it's always feels good when you when you do something cool and they applaud you for it. And yeah, man, it wasn't any awkward, nothing awkward, man. Yep. I got cheer, you know, good cheers every after every song, and <laughs> it was pretty smooth. I mean, how different is it going from a crowd like that? That's like obviously older like you said yeah. the crowd like you're gonna have tonight like i mean you're in a college town it's gonna yeah. be a bunch of like like screaming young people <laughs> beer flying everywhere <laughs> like i mean beer well, showers man yeah well i think i think um we don't do too much too much of that anyways but i yeah. think it's always better when we don't have to work, watch what we say or watch what we do yeah um course here at tumbleweed we don't have to watch anything that we do <laughs> like, you know it's a mecca of just doing whatever you want and uh yeah, I mean, it was like I said, it's it's where I think we're gonna have a lot more chill, a chill mindset, I guess, instead yeah. of just going out there like, um, you know, make it make it sound good and impress them. But now it's more of, more than just the songs, I guess is what I'm trying to say, like more interaction with the crowd, you know, with those older crowd, and they're all they're all so far away, and there's so many of them. There's not too much interaction, like personable, but um, like in here, we're gonna have a lot of good, like, good interaction and good, and you see everybody, and you know, it's just a different vibe. Yeah. So you guys played last year here. Well, you played the the play, played the after party, obviously. Yep. Um, but when was your show last year? Was it in fall or was it in the spring? It was uh, in fall, right? We, yeah, we it was played like in January. January. Yeah. We played January. Oh, January? January for the album release. Yeah. Okay. We we just January, February, it. March. January, like, huh? Was what? it? No, it was in February. January. Oh yeah, January twenty first, because that's when it was supposed to come out the album. Yeah. And it didn't. Didn't come out till. So we threw a party for no reason. <laughs> is that the is that the show that was you and Wyatt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. I was that was right before yeah. Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then and then we played the calf rise. Uh, I think uh, last year was our second year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we love it here, man. Yeah. Any any golfers in your group? Uh, not like professional golfers, but yeah, we <laughs> no, all yeah. are golfers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I golf with him a little bit, but I love golf. I go golfing a lot. Yeah, I go yeah. probably. I have mm. never golfed. I, <laughs> they don't represent me. Yeah, I mean, I probably go like if I was like in a, on the hot streak, I'd probably go 
two or three times a week. But lately, it's just been probably once a what, what, what once do you or average? twice every two weeks. What, what do you average? Dude, I don't play my own ball. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we I usually just scramble with people, yeah. but um, at least he's honest. Yeah. yeah, no, like the best I've ever shot in a scramble was a sixty-five. And that was just me and my okay, buddy Landon. That's pretty good. Yeah. But that was out there in, at the Shawnee Country Club. <clears throat> and we played uh, in that John Daly Foundation. And um, we took last place. We shot a 65. So. <laughs> if that tells you anything. Yeah. And do you guys watch Good Good at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we we had, uh, you know who Brad Dalkey is? He's, he, he just, he signed, just signed with Good yeah, Good like, last the week. New one, yeah. yeah, the new guy on there. Yeah. So we played with him two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and we did our we we started a series on our channel called Nine Holes and Six Strings. Oh, yeah. hey. So we play Nine Holes Golf with the artists, and they do an acoustic oh, yeah. song after. And so we had Levi Walker on, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. he brought Brad Dalkey from Good Good. Yeah, and oh, they dope. gave us they gave us seven strokes, and they oh, wow. still beat and us by like yeah. <laughs> they still beat us by like four oh, or five dude, strokes. Dude, I bet. Good, 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 good. Yeah, Carlos <laughs> is here, bro. Yeah, dude, we need we uh I want to go play some some golf with Good Good. So somehow you guys see this. Um, bring the band, man. Yeah, and we'll film it. We'll hook it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do our thing. <laughs> yeah. Come to the podcast, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're missing one member right here. Like I mentioned yep. earlier, he should be coming here. Yeah, so. he's coming back. Hey, I shot a seventy-one with my dad one time. Yep. That's the best I've ever shot. I can shoot a 71 on, on nine holes, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, lose, yeah. I lose about a whole pack of balls every time I go. Pack, right. that, that's how I measure success. If, yeah. if, if I, can, I, can, I can leave there and I feel like I didn't lose too many balls yeah. today, I'm like, okay, that's Literally. good. Uh, I always get a brand new pack because I don't have any. I always get a brand new pack and always like one left. Gets expensive. Like, oh I, I, yeah. I, I, just, I just don't buy new balls. I just go buy used, mm-hmm. used balls. because I re- refurbished probably ones. Yeah, yeah. for like 30 bucks or Walmart or, or Academy. Yeah, yeah, the reloads. Bad. They sell them cheap <laughs> the at Walmart. <laughs> the reloads, dude. Yeah, that's what, where it's at. What kind of clubs are y'all rocking? <laughs> I got a Callaway Big Berthas. Ah, uh, there we go. I have a, what is it, Titleist? Um, I don't know what the hell they're called. <laughs> but yeah, it's Titleist. I just bought a, a Stealth 2 driver. Oh, Ooh. look at this guy. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> He said, "Yeah, I play golf here now, man. Yeah. Stealth too." Yeah. I, I dropped a bag on it. I, I, still, I still my dad's sim every time I go though. Yeah. Sim, uh, sim Max. Do you have the Do you have the regular um, Stealth too, or did you get like the custom color? Oh, I just got a regular one. Uh, just, yeah. uh, just a regular one. Uh, <laughs> just a regular. Uh, uh, I can't afford that. Yeah. I know so, they have like a, a Stealth Plus also or something. Yeah. I don't know what's the difference. I, I didn't spend like I didn't feel like spending eight hundred dollars, so yeah, that's way too expensive. <laughs> Just seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you said you went went to Oklahoma State. What do you major in? Uh, right now, well, my majors floated around. It, it originally was management information systems, but now I switched to entrepreneurship with a minor in management and a minor in MIS. So I'm still keeping the management information systems but i'm just doing a, a minor in it yeah. you, know? so. you, you you probably spent a lot of time at the business building then oh yeah I, I don't have any other classes anywhere really they're all in the business building it's it's a massive bit building I so i i, I love see why spears shout out to spears 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 yeah, I'm school of business. I, I'm engineering, so I, I spend all, all my time at the Endeavor, and I I, yeah. I love the Endeavor Lab. My it's brother awesome. was a industrial engineer. He graduated yeah. from here a few years ago. That's nice. Yeah, 
I try to stay off campus as much as possible. So yeah, he he just doesn't go to class. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He 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 literally the other day I I walked into his house. He's like, guess what? He said I went to class today. I was like, dude, are what? you okay? Like what? You went to class? <laughs> yeah. I just uh, had my first exam yesterday. In, already? Uh, in business law. Already? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It's only like week three. Yeah, it's week three. That's kind of crazy. What what they go over? Like how how, how do you have a uh, it was like over early. five chapters. Like we've already went over oh my five gosh. chapters in three weeks. So That's crazy. It is kind of messing around. Wild. I know. So are you guys uh, working on any new music, anything like that? Yeah. All the uh, time. Yeah, we uh, yeah we're constantly working, trying to write some new songs. But as far as recording and stuff, we have um, uh, f- three songs that we've recorded in Nashville. Um, with a couple of cool guys down there, uh, one guy, uh, Kenny Greenberg, uh, he's a pretty good, well-known uh, electric guitar player, and you know, just all-around uh, guitar player in general. Um, Nathan Chapman um, did a lot of early Taylor Swift stuff, um, and then Austin Niverell, I hope I said that right. Um, he just did the latest Jelly Roll album, and so we're um, been in with them, uh, writing and uh, producing songs, and I think soon. Um, we'll get a little you know budget to do some more recording and try to get a, a full project going with them so so whenever you sit down to write a song like uh, how do you get in that headspace to write how do you like think of like of a premise do you use stories from your own uh life or do you just yeah i mean i think i think songs uh for me in any ways kind of just um come to you i mean i've never been really that good at well i haven't been i've been you know practicing while doing co-writes and stuff in nashville and stuff like actually sitting down and like being like okay we got to write a song today uh most of the time it's really just something comes to you and you write it you know um i think i need to probably get better at you know i need to write a song and figuring out what it wants to be called mm-hmm. and writing it but i think a lot of it just comes to me man and probably the same for them um we don't like to force a lot of things um and so if a song comes to us or they have a good idea you know we'll sit down and write it but as far as like really trying to like pick our brains and finding something every day to write about, mm-hmm. it's just something that we we need to get better at. Uh, not that we don't want to do it, but uh, yeah, dude. So yeah, just wh- whatever comes to you. Man. Yeah, I know you guys got to get get to sound check here pretty quickly, but before we let you go, is there any way we can get you to play Texas for us? Um, yes, I don't have my guitar. I can go grab it. We can. Let's. You want to do an acapella? No, let's go play with the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do. You, is there a way to like pause the podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pause. What is? Well, howdy, folks. Welcome down to Bad Brad's Barbecue. <laughs> hey, stop looking at Gus. Stop it. Stop it. All right, folks. You see here, Jack is trying to throw some cornhole, and he just can't get her done. I just cannot hit anything today. I see that, Jagger. Man, you gotta have some bad Brad's. Play that crap in your under. Vernon always coming in clutch with the barbecue. Oh, yeah, look at that bite, folks. All right, Jagger, let's see it. Look at that. Right now. Bad Brad's, where you can't help but be good. Like Jagger said, folks, Bad Brad's Barbecue, where it's good to be bad. Go check out Dead Wake Archery Innovations. <laughs> he gave us a little a hat there to 
give us a little set, set decoration. And I know if we would have caught him before we built this set, well, we'd probably have a whole bow. For safe, for uh, for um, security purposes, I don't know if we could have <laughs> had the bow in here, but uh, that'll be all right. <laughs> Especially after the comments you've made in the last episode. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I'll if, tell you what, that Leviathan bow will get everything you need. Hey, get every job done you need done. Leviathan. <laughs> um, you guys need to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. They just posted this week. Um, I don't know when you're going to be seeing this, but this week they posted some really cool pictures of all the different colors they've got, yes. the bows they're finishing up. So you want to get your order in soon. And a little nugget of information here. They have just upgraded their manufacturing process uh, this weekend. A little uh, picture shown on there. Uh, they're going full-time. Congratulations, uh, Trevor Pigeon out there. He is a full-time Deadwake Archery Innovations. Uh, super proud of him. Uh, great entrepreneur. So just go out and support him, man. He's he's doing a great thing over there at Deadwake, and we're, we're really proud to see what, where they're going and where they're going to end up. They've, they've perfected the craft, essentially. Yes. And one, one really cool thing about it is it's 100% made, made in the USA, 100% made in Oklahoma, which is another cool thing. I know most of our listeners are from Oklahoma, but if you're not, still 100% made in the USA. I mean, just go go grab you a Leviathan bow, and a little sneak peek. They're gonna have another line of bows coming out here really, really soon. And they, uh, you know, there's other companies out there that are making similar products, but they're just copies of other people's products. <coughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. crazy. Um, but at Deadwick, they design their own products. You're not getting a copy of someone else's product. You're getting a engineered product that they designed themselves. Made to order, and you can even get personalized designs on your bow, too. They got some great, cool things going on there. It's anodizing. Put the words out of my mouth. Anodizing. and Anodization. Anodization. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Either way. But... Uh, they get, you got you can get a cool custom design whatever you want on, on your bow you can even cu- customize the grip however you want it as well and uh, yeah go check them out huge thank you to Deadwake Archery Innovations for sponsoring us <laughs> I, I want you guys to follow me around everywhere I go and just <laughs> do <play> that I got you in this back to normal it's half step down sorry definitely put this in the podcast <laughs> This is going on the Patreon, dude. <laughs> Use code RATKING. Yeah. 2594. This video is sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped. Use our code, Cam Allen Balls. <laughs> Cam Allen Balls. <laughs> uh, Alright. song is called Texas. Stress is eating me 
slow on your radio. Yeah, time and time we go again. Jack Daniels and Buchanan making love on an endless road. And I need help to face the truth. Song's called Texas by Cam Allen. Um, thank y'all for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us, man. <laughs>